September is September on Twitch. You can subscribe to Geek Therapy on Twitch for 50% off one month at twitch.tv slash geektherapy. Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. We're a show about understanding each other through the media we care about. My name is Osma Cardona, and I am joined by Laura Taylor. Hey! This is what we would usually consider a bonus episode. An additional episode during the week where we go full spoilers and, and kind of dive deep into uh, a series, a movie, something new that just came out without the, the full team. So on this episode, we're going to talk about 13 Reasons Why Season 3. So if you haven't watched it, aren't interested uh, in it, then uh, go ahead and <laughs> skip this one. But I do want to say before before you leave that... Uh, 13 Reasons Why is a very controversial show, and Mm -hmm. that's why we're talking about it. Because regardless of whether uh, you want to watch it or you think that other people should or should not watch it, uh, people are watching it. And And they're talking about it. (laughs) And they are talking about it. So that's why we're talking about it. So that's your uh, warning, general warning. Uh, Also... Content warning because all the content warnings, everything, all of them, everything. Yeah, there's nothing. <laughs> if you're triggered by something, don't, don't, it, that that is we're talking about it. It's in the show, uh, and then so that's your that's your content warning, and this is your final spoiler warning. Uh, we're going to talk about the the entire series right now, and season three's got some some big spoilers. It's a whodunit murder mystery, right? It is a whodunit murder mystery. <laughs> Um, the, the last whodunit we talked about was Heroes in Crisis a few weeks ago. And mm-hmm. someone on Twitter, I, f- I forgot who it was, uh, said, like, I, like, I would generally recommend that everyone stay away from that comic uh, completely. Like, I don't hmm. recommend it at all, I think. And, and he gave a few different reasons. He was very affected by, by what um, seemed to be the message, by the portrayal, by how... Uh, you know the choices that certain characters made. He 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 seemed to. I think I'm pretty sure he used the word betrayal, and he said he was he was never gonna read any more DC comics after that. And I think I think that a lot of people feel the same way about Thirteen Reasons Why. Even even Brandon and Lauren, right on the show when we mentioned that they were like, yeah, we saw season one. Uh, I think Brandon said uh, like he he protested and <laughs> refused hmm. to watch season two. And you know this is a very divisive uh, series. Yeah, and I'm not. Uh, I finished watching about maybe a week, week and a half ago, the uh, the season. So I'm not as prepared as I want to be. I was gonna read a recap before we recorded, <laughs> and instead I remembered, and this is what I want to talk about first: is that season one was edited before season three came out. Mm-hmm. So uh, season one, there is a scene where, or like the, the whole first season, is about. Uh, Hannah Baker, and we know that she died by suicide. And in the first episode. In the first episode, we know this. And then she she leaves a series of cassettes um, that are dedicated to... I'm here. What? <laughs> Siri just activated. Um, she sends a series of tapes out to, to different people who she feels were, in a way... I don't want to say that they were responsible 
No, but yeah. like the events led to her decision. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And they they all were a piece of the puzzle. Exactly. And she like she doesn't just straight out blame them, but um, no. Yeah, but she like wants she, accountability. Exactly, and she's telling the story, and everyone has a role to play in that story. And so, in the thirteenth episode, we see the suicide, or we saw mm-hmm. right when season one was broadcast. She, well, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even going into specifics. I'm just going to say that some point between season two and season three, Netflix went back and changed the episode. It was like only a little bit of time before the third season came out. And I think that was in preparation for a lot of people starting to watch the show again. Yeah. I saw, I think, I think the articles I read were from June, I think. Yeah. And the show and season three came out in August. Yeah. So just a couple months before. And it was interesting because I didn't see the new beyond the reasons for it for season three, but I, I do remember the first one and there were talks about, how graphic the suicide was mm-hmm. and the the showrunner's justification of it was that if they showed a realistic portrayal that that would um turn people off from the idea that was the theory that they were basing it on and a lot of people in the mental health uh profession people who investigate um suicide you know, there's a there's a science of suicide, and mm-hmm. studies indicate the complete opposite. That like for most people who aren't thinking about suicide, it would have that effect. But for people who do have suicidal ideation, it can actually move them more in that direction. So those were the arguments against it, right? Mm-hmm. Was, was there anything else uh, from around that time that you remember? It's worth mentioning. Um. I know that um not from from around that time. I don't know. No. I think I think that was basically like the the biggest complaints about about that and the effect that it could potentially have and I mean I, I didn't go back and listen to our episode uh, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure that we talked about the fact that while the suicide does happen so many other horrible things happen on the show. Yeah, that are worth talking about, and, and I think I think that's why the show is important because it's mm-hmm. it's things that are happening to teenagers in a school setting, and just so much happens in that first season. And well, so so I I, I just went back to see the scene. Oh, you and, did because yeah. I've talked to several people in the last couple of weeks that have that that watched the show, and I had a conversation with them about how it was different, how it was the same. So this will be interesting. Yeah. So. They didn't really edit it. They just cut it out. Right. So you see her standing in front of the mirror mm-hmm. and then the camera cuts off to something else. And when it comes back, it's just her mom finding her in the tub. So it it completely cuts out. Like it wasn't a less graphic version. They just mm-hmm. spliced it. Yeah. Completely removed the act from it was like, I'm going to do it. and then And then she was dead. And on the one hand... I see how research shows people see the suicide and then if they're, they have suicidal ideation, then maybe they would do that. Uh, I, I don't, on the one hand, there's an argument that the show romanticizes suicide 
through the tapes and I think the brutal act of seeing it and, and because I remember watching it and it was, I couldn't look away. It was rough. Yeah. And it's disturbing. It's extremely graphic. Yes. It's, and, it, and it was supposed to be a realistic depiction. It's right. Like nobody, people talk about suicide, but no one has seen this happen. Mm-hmm. And that was their intention. And I think that in a way, it kind of, it puts this mystery around it because now people are like, well, I want to see what happened. And then, then it's, then it's not there. Um, yeah, I don't like know. That. I could, I could go either way on it. There's, there's like how the show romanticizes um, suicide and that it's like this, like, power trip that that hannah has and 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 i think that that whole scene with the bathroom for me uh the scene in the bathroom the act of the suicide and then her mom coming in and finding her were the most powerful moments on the show for me and i think it 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 made it like oh that's what it's like yeah. Uh, those are the effects. That's that's something I never want to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, I'm not going to argue with suicidologists on this, right? Exactly. Exactly. Suicide contagion. Like, people. It's a thing. Like, okay. It's a it thing. gets it gets in in uh, it gets into people's heads, and people who already have suicidal ideation or are more um, susceptible that this has a different effect than to someone who who doesn't, right? And then what you're saying about the like that power trip, um, that's really interesting because I, again, I just read it in uh, in an article now where the the way they they mentioned it there was that it's possible that the way that it's represented, right, the way that the the suicide is represented is that um, through the tapes she was like the power fantasy that you're describing is mm-hmm. she was able to it was like vindicating right mm-hmm. it was like oh i did this and now everybody who uh was in my life is affected by it in the way that i wanted them to be affected by it and of course when someone kills themselves you they don't know <laughs> what effect it had and you don't know what effect it will have right it, it, it's mm-hmm. different and in this case People complain that the show portrays a particular vindication of her of of the act, and that's kind of like the the glamorizing of it. Yeah, I can't I can't argue with that. But your point is really interesting. That it's like even if that were true, the she fact was in that pain. they show it, <laughs> and yeah, they show it's like the the pain that she was in, and exactly. they show like I it. <laughs> That is the actress's like some of the best acting that she does too. Yeah. Uh because in reality none of us really know like I unless you're in the room with somebody when they when they kill themselves like you you don't know. Uh yeah. and I I feel like that acting was was some of her best. Yeah. Uh, and also she's like she's a teenager and she's doing something that teenagers do, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a real reason why people do it. It's that yeah. that hope that they'll be able to have this effect afterward. And like yeah, I think I think it's worth 
talking about. I think it's, you know, it, you may disagree with the representation. You may think, again, I don't know what effect that actually had on people. Like, if you, even if you remove the graphic, um, it, uh, the graphic scene, which they did now, mm-hmm. two years later, does the rest of it still have um, this negative effect? Maybe, yeah. but it's not like it's mm-hmm. not like it had the desired effect on every single person. I think right. that over the course of thirteen episodes, you saw many different things, uh, many different reactions to what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was research that was released. I don't know, have it in front of me, but there was research that was released not that long ago that kind of brought the conversation back up. And I think that's around the time that uh, they removed the suicide scene. Um, and it, yep. it said that suicide increased over time. And I want to bring up that cause it, correlation is not causation. Yeah. Uh, and I read other research, once again, not in front of me, but the gist of that is suicide went up in in boys, in teenage boys, not teenage girls. Hmm. And so some of the thinking behind that um, is that the show may not have had been a reason why the in- for the increase in, in uh, suicide rate yeah. because it you would expect for it to go up in girls because of the identification with Hannah and boys and girls tend to do things differently when it comes to suicide and and yeah the 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 report that came out that kind of specifically asked that question did this um like what were suicide rates like after the premiere of of the show and supposedly suicide rates have been going up consistently for like two decades yeah but that particular year things went up about 30 percent more than expected it but they can't prove causation they can't mm-hmm. prove that the show caused any of that but that doesn't mean that it didn't have an effect like right, right. it's possible that the show was so popular and that suicide contagion is that powerful that it did have that effect. Now, mm-hmm. even just the possibility of that being true, I imagine weighed heavily on the showrunners and at Netflix. And that's why two years later, they finally yeah, took it off the because they're citing medical um, experts on, mm-hmm. uh, on why they did this. And of course, the irony is that the same people were telling them <laughs> the same thing two years ago. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, again, I'm not going to argue. I, I can't, I can't argue with, with uh, any of this stuff. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think. No, it's just I, interesting to look at, at both sides of the argument and I'm, I'm not going to disagree with, with the people who that's their focus and their study. Like I've never seen a suicide, but mm-hmm. once I saw that scene, I felt like I saw a suicide mm-hmm. and that, Kind of life changing. That was a unique experience. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I remember that. And even though the scene is no longer there, I still remember it. I still remember mm-hmm. the scene. So, for many different reasons, it's an important show. And at the end of the day, uh, that first season when it ends, Clay like very clearly states the message 
that or or the idea that we should be better to each other if we treat each other better if we're better to each other if we're just you know good people to each other mm-hmm. we may be able to avoid these things and I'm, I'm, i don't remember the specific words but i'm pretty sure that he says like i don't i don't know if one simple act could have changed things for hannah but but i'm going to try you know yeah because i think it's possible that one simple act could have made a difference in her life and it could have been one simple act over the course of those 13 episodes right it was like everybody had an opportunity to be nice to be good to do the right thing and they chose not to and no one can pinpoint the specific reason why she did what she did but that's the message of the show it's that let's just be better to each other mm-hmm. so you take that into season three mm-hmm. which is which starts immediately right after uh tyler is is ready to you know commit a su- uh, school shooting and and, and suicide he did uh, yeah. not he did yeah. not expect to survive it to yeah. survive it yeah yeah and and clay once again uh, he takes that idea <laughs> jumps of, in front of a gun <laughs> well well that that happened in season 2 but in season 3 we see him take yeah. that idea of not just let's be better to each other the way that he and and I'm going to say he is like the one the mo- one most responsible because he kind of like rallies everybody and, and mm-hmm. makes a website <laughs> and, and a schedule and, and everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he decides not only to be kind to Tyler, he decides to take care of, of Tyler. Mm-hmm. And remember, these are a bunch of teenagers in high school who choose to help each other. Like, again, more perhaps learning from, right? learning from what happened to Hannah, learning from what happened to the other girls at the school in season two and taking that idea of being good to each other and taking care of each other to an extreme, because I think it's, it's an, it's an extreme, but it is so amazing. And if, if you haven't watched the show, basically uh, Clay, uh, Clay and Tony immediately after the event, like they take Tyler away, they take all the guns and then they get rid of the guns. Yeah. Yeah. And like that's that's like that's probably illegal in most of the stuff oh, that yeah. they did there. But oh, yeah. but they decide we're just we're not gonna leave him alone. Mm-hmm. And throughout all this, they have no idea what happened to Tyler to get him to this point. Right? We find they find that out towards the end of season three. So they don't even know why he did it, but it didn't matter. They were gonna take care of him. They felt that he was that he was not well, and that if they they didn't leave him alone, if they spent time with him, if they took care of him, he could get better. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! I mean, that's just like and ultimately, <laughs> and ultimately, he does. Like, yeah, yeah. They they save him. Yeah, I mean, it's. Like that that's the this is the biggest thing of the season for me. Yeah, there's change. a murder mystery, that's a whole yeah. bunch of stuff. Yeah. But it's it's not even the change, it's the it's the this group of people like just taking care of each other. Mm-hmm. Right? Again, it's like taking that idea to the next level. And yeah, th- they lie for each other, they cover each other, like they are They taking... make some questionable decisions. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But ultimately they're all taking care of each other. 
mm-hmm. even like if we jump to the end, right? Like we we know who killed Bryce. So like there's a murder mystery, right? And 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 uh, Bryce is dead. Uh, we find out like in the second or third episode that he's dead. And when we finally find out who it is, like that moment when Alex does it, like I feel mm-hmm. like he was doing it to protect his friends. It was still yeah. again an I extreme version. I mean, there version. was some an, to an extreme version. I they did a thing in the in the show with Alex and his like steroid use and some roid rage and and some of that. And I don't know if he would have gone to that extreme if he hadn't been using steroids. Maybe, but but I do think that he genuinely wanted to protect his friends. Yeah, like like he yeah. he was helping Bryce. Right. I mean, well, let me know if you if you saw this the same way. The way I saw it was Bryce was beat up and they were going to leave him. But Alex was like, oh, I can't like mm-hmm. I'm going to help him, helps him up. And as he helps him up, he starts being a dick. <laughs> he starts being a dick and says, I'm going to ruin uh, Zach's life. I'm going mm-hmm. to destroy him. And and that's when Alex is like, no, no, you're not. You're not going to lay a hand on him. You're going to leave him alone. He's like, no, no, I'm going to fuck him up. I'm going to destroy him. I'm going to destroy him. I'll break his other leg. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's when Alex is like, no, no, no. And like in the middle of the struggle, he's like, that's when he gets mad. And it could be. It could totally be the steroids. Maybe. I think it's mm-hmm. possible. But it was but that moment of it like. it was the protection. No. Yeah. And- it's like, no, you're not. And I think, he, I don't remember, but I think he says, no, you're not going to hurt. You're going to, that's it. You're not going to hurt anyone ever again and pushes yeah. him off the bridge. Yeah. And, and it's this idea that he's ruined enough lives. Yeah. 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 And again, I think it's that idea being taken to, to different extremes, but of them protecting each other again, not necessarily in the best way, but it's this group of kids protecting each other from monsters and from injustice and from, so many um, from uh, bureaucracy and bullshit, right? Like mm-hmm. Jessica's story of of becoming the the student body president and standing up for all and of starting the, the hands off our bodies group at at school and yeah like, yeah yeah for the purpose of like okay everything that happened to these girls in season two that we that was happening for years but we learned about in season two. We're going to put a stop to that and I'm going to run. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to run on the idea that jock culture is, is uh, that, that the sports culture, the male sports culture in particular is causing this. And I'm going to put a stop to it. It's like, she becomes this symbol of, of, of hope and of change. And she becomes a leader. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, I, I loved her arc throughout the season. And that's that's a lot of the arcs in in this season are recovery and change and um, this idea that that you can get better after a horrible thing happening and you can yeah. get better after doing horrible things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so who are you talking about? <laughs> talking about Bryce. Um, <laughs> And but so it's interesting. I watched the uh, the after the Beyond the Reasons the the after show for yeah. Tell me, I, I want to know what they said. Um, there's a whole lot of I, ha- I wrote down notes. I wrote down notes. Um, 
There's so many different things that they talked about. Um, it was a shorter one. I think it was only half an hour. Um, they had three main pieces for the for the show, uh, which was, and they're the themes of the, of the season. It's um, recovery is the first one, and they talked with the actress that plays Jessica, and then the actors that play Tyler and Justin. Uh, and then the second one was shame. And they had the actors that play Monty and, and Charlie. And then the third part was change. And they had the actors that play Bryce and Bryce's mom. Um, and one of the things I thought was interesting. So they're talking about recovery in the first part. And I linked some of that to Bryce uh, so they were talking about how no two people's experience is the same. No two people go through the same trauma or event and have the same reaction. Everybody's story is their own. And I kind of pulled that even, they were talking about Jessica and, and, uh, the different types of ways that people, oh, and they had the actress that plays Casey. Uh, which is a new character for this season on the show. <laughs> uh, and I'll get to her later. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so there was a lot of talking about how their experiences, all, all four of those characters that were in that section, their different experiences with sexual assault were, were vastly different. And the, and the ideas they came away from those assaults um, with were different. Looking at, Bryce and his story is his own. I don't think, and they made it very clear when they were discussing it in the change section. They don't want to discount the horrible things that, that Bryce did. He did monstrous things. Uh, but they do want to point out that like, there are people that do want to change and there are people that, are, are kind of put on this path to, to change and monsters are not born. They're created. Um, so there's this, like looking at Bryce's story, like that's the idealized story. Take away the, the him being a dick at the end because he's still Bryce. Like he's still an angry kid and he's still going through his change and he's not recovered, but he sees flaws in himself and he wants to change. Um, the the scene like where was i going okay so uh bryce's story is what we would want to see in someone like a perpetrator who can reflect on the stuff that they did and the assaults that they made and be like this is wrong i need to apologize i need to change myself and and do better for for the people around me that's like the goal. Like that is that's the ideal world. Ideal world in a world where people perpetrate. Like ideally, we don't want any of that. Um, but that's not. They're they're saying it's one story, and that's Bryce's story. It's not necessarily the story of real life perpetrators or all of them. Uh, there there are plenty out there that have no remorse for what they did uh so at first i was upset that bryce's story was like i wanted that like redemption like i wanted that like vengeance and like okay 
he's going to die, finally. And I was kind of upset that they took that away from me, but I also liked his story and the struggles he went through and the fact that he realized there's something in him that is that is not okay. And like when he has the relationship with Ani and they're having sex and it's different from sex that he's had before because he doesn't want to hurt her, but he feels these urges in himself. And he's like, no, this is wrong. This is wrong. I don't want to do this. Uh, I think there, there's so many moments where like he's trying and he's not, of course he's not finished changing because because he's a complete asshole right at the end but he's also had some experiences uh and they also had an expert come on and talk about in the in the shame section of the of the show talking about how um trauma-informed care because uh, they're talking mostly about Monty at that point, but I think it can be pulled to to Bryce too. Like, trauma informed care is about uh, treating people, no matter how they come, whether they've done these bad acts or whatever. It's not what what did you do wrong, but what happened to you that kind of brought that into your life, uh, and not necessarily dismissing and forgiving these things, but like trying to change and move forward i guess yeah it was it was a good discussion they had a lot of experts on the sh- on it on the show um and it was an interesting conversation <laughs> well i told you how much it affected me when even it was it just hinted at, at a redemption arc for mm-hmm. bryce in the first episode Mm -hmm. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I was like, wow. And then the way it made me feel. And I think think that the way that it was explored throughout the the series was really good because we could Mm -hmm. see... We could see hints, right? And now they'd you already could see done this the change. before. Yeah, but, but, like, could... but like, they'd done this before with other characters where they were like, oh, Justin, like... Justin isn't a super bad kid. He was more of just like kid, kid at the beginning. And then he's like, oh, but he's like, why is he doing all these things? And then you start learning about his family and then you see the things going on at home. And then, mm-hmm. oh, it's like, okay, this explains that. And that's a simple way of doing things on TV. Yeah. But many times, like, you're working with someone and you're like, I'd like to meet this person's parents or I'd like to know if something happened in the past, right? That's mm-hmm. Those are questions that we ask because they paint a bigger picture. And yeah. like trauma is real and things that happen to us affect us in in good and bad ways. And, and not even just like capital T trauma. Like um, Monty's character was, was had an abusive dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. and he had a lot of repressed feelings, but even Bryce's like absent parents, like lowercase t trauma, like absent parents feeling like his mom didn't love him. Yeah, and uh, uh, he did a lot of things that, yeah. to get attention. Yeah, right. And so, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, like like we could we could. There, there's so many things um, about Bryce that we that we learn and we see and. 
I think it depends on the person whether whether you feel sympathetic towards Bryce or not. But yeah. they painted him as a human being, right? Right. With, not a he, not a. It wasn't necessarily a redemption story. He's he did good things to try and make up for what he did. Like he tries to help Tyler. Uh, he tries to help Alex. But, but I, that's his redemption story. That's him moving in that direction. He dies yeah. before he gets a chance to. But he's not. A, he's not a hero. But he is a human being that does horrible things and some some good things but but and they show his whole life and we see different parts of of things going on we see moments with him and his his mom and his father like you know they they do a pretty good job of of painting a of of showing all of Bryce mm-hmm. which is something that obviously we didn't see before he was just the one dimensional villain we start to see like how he's like yeah like absent father absent mother that kind of thing but for the most part we didn't see a person and now Mm -hmm. we saw a person and and yeah all the things that he did after like he would have never done any of that before uh but again it was cut short right like he was completely cut short we don't know how far he could have gotten and i would i would like to think that like most people who start on that path and work hard uh, to to be better mm-hmm. and have support along the way, because like he had support, he had he had he was making friends, he had a mental health professional, he was considering <laughs> going to to well. Yeah, Mr. Porter. Yeah, yeah I mean, Mr. Porter. Mr. Just, Porter had a redemption arc in season two, and now I'm like, mm, well, Mr. so Porter. so so he made he, some ethic ethical, uh, questionably ethical decisions. Well, one thing that they that they establish is that before he was a school counselor, and now he's going to school for. Um, he's getting his master's work. in like social work. Yeah, yeah. So basically, so like before he wasn't clinical, right? But mm-hmm. now he's moving in that direction. He's got a. He's doing his hours, so he's in training. So, in a way, like oh, so before he wasn't. He didn't have the training to deal with it before. Maybe I think a lot of school mm-hmm. counselors would would uh, debate that. I remember last time we had this conversation, <laughs> we heard from a few, yeah. and and so um, that's what the show is saying, and not what I'm saying, right? <laughs> yeah. So, but now he's like in a more clinical position. But he was. Um, of course, before like he like he he choked out um, uh, Bryce in a in a bathroom, but now he's like he's trying to help him and he's telling him like, look, like I'm I'm still in training, but maybe you should find someone who can help you and who is an expert in exactly some of the things that you're you're dealing with right now. So so in that sense, he has support. His mom is supportive. Like mm-hmm. so, he has all these things in place, plus the desire to to change. And he's moving in that direction. So I think he had all everything that he needed to continue to move in that direction. The mm-hmm. he was gonna relapse, like that's that's normal. That happens, right? Especially when there are things that you you're you spent your whole life doing in a particular way, they come up again. He got angry, he reacted a particular way, um, and he he was the old Bryce, right? Because the old Bryce yeah. isn't completely gone. It's something that you have to uh you have to you have to work towards, right? It's it's a struggle. It's it takes a lot of effort. So in one of those relapse moments, unfortunately, he got the shit beat out of him and then was murdered. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's a show, right? It's mm-hmm. a show. It's a drama. Uh that th- that's what happened. Um 
I don't uh, necessarily think that. Again, I think that if you could have, if he would have kept going, he would have gotten better. But all of these people, like one thing that they established throughout the whole show is like everybody wanted to kill him. Like, yeah, literally everybody did. The uh, I was I was I looked for like a synopsis of the show before, right? and I was looking at the way the way it's set up on Wikipedia is that in every episode it has a suspect, yes. and the way it's listed, and some episodes have multiple suspects. But the reason but they why they focus on one, yeah. Well, some have two, uh, yeah. And, and the way that it's listed in Wikipedia, but it's like why these people are suspects, not just because the police think that they're a suspect. But because they have, like, they have a reason to hate him, mm-hmm. and that list was very long after a life of, you know, treating people like shit and doing horrible, horrible things to them. So, you know, it's it's a it's a super complicated uh, situation, and I do I do wish, not only for Bryce but like for anybody who's on that who's on that path, to be able to continue, you know. Mm-hmm. Show made me feel all sorts of stuff. Like this is, <laughs> they touched everything, right? I mean, we're mm-hmm. talking about. They touched on immigration, abortion, mm-hmm. yeah. more suicide. Yep. Um, steroid use. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. In internalized homophobia. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yep. We can we can keep going. There's like it's everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's very, it's a very important show. Um, um so, something else that I think is is I mean, th- there's like a tons of stuff to talk about. One thing that I think was is worth mentioning in in like a, a, a bigger picture uh, sort of way is that when the show started, and I remember I I wrote a tweet or I and I sent this to you. <laughs> I mm-hmm. was writing. I wanted to know if other people thought that the character of Ani was annoying. <laughs> and so I Googled Ani. Uh, I think it was like 13 reasons why Ani. And then the fr- like the first or second the word that came up was annoying. The second one I think it was, yeah, is annoying. Yeah, is annoying. And, I'll, and I, I remember tweeting that like, oh, I guess I'm not the only one. I was up to episode three at that point. And Did you change your mind about her? No, not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> she was... Th- no, yeah, it's like... I. No, I did not. I, I found her very annoying and very um, too upfront, too like the audacity on 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 on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, like, I wouldn't have included her in my. In, I wouldn't have included her in the inner circle. Like, she ended up being inner inner circle, mm-hmm. just like Charlie at the end. Like, they just let Charlie in on everything at the end. That was kind of well, because Charlie was the one that was going to stand up and and help Tyler. Like go to the police. Yeah, he had been, true. He had proven himself, um, and to to be a good guy. But like, they brought him an inner circle. You know, like at yeah. the end, like they heard Bryce's tape. Like that's yeah, that's a hell of a pact that all of those uh, kids have there. A lot of trust. Mm-hmm. Like like Casey wasn't there. You know, <laughs> I know. Fuck Casey. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we'll get to Casey in a second. But Ani, uh, like the, the bigger picture thing um, that I wanted to get to is that then later on she she got off social media because apparently people were harassing her. 
Oh, which no. is which is so stupid because she I find, plays a character in a show. Exactly, I find the character of Ani very annoying. I also hate Bryce and hate Monty. But, but the actor who plays Bryce is actually like supposedly a really nice guy. He's super <laughs> nice. I hated seeing him on Beyond the Reasons every time because I was like, this is like so weird. Did you notice? Okay, so I can't do it. I don't know if he did it. I don't remember if he did it in the first couple uh, Beyond the Reasons, but this one he grew like some scruff. So, like, he looks different than Bryce. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. I think I think it's messed up that, you know, this type of thing happens. It happens over and over and over again. You, you don't have to like a character or a movie or a show, but, like, why are you attacking a person? But I just, I'd bring it up just because it's part of the conversation, you know, that if you hear people talking about, like, the actress that, that, that plays Ani and then, like, she, she got pulled off social media, it's because people were harassing her because of, because they didn't like the character that she played. Right. It's not cool. The internet. Yeah. Not cool. I guess, I guess if you can't tweet at Ani and be like, you suck. Like, yes, exactly. (laughs) We need an account for Ani herself. The next best thing is tweet the That's horrible. I would never tweet at a, at a, at a teenager to tell them I I think they're annoying and that they suck. (laughs) Yeah. We're talking about a character on a show, but like if she's getting that, what are Monty and, and Bryce's actors getting? I know. So, that's also a weird thing that like it's just a show but it's such a graphic show that then like on instagram you see pictures of like monty and justin smiling together and like (laughs) i'm like no Um, no." the actor that plays justin uh was dating sam smith the singer oh yeah Mm -hmm. i like sam smith like nice guy right that's that's so weird to me because I think of Sam Smith as much older and the actor playing Justin is much younger. Just he's because not a teenager. Like, I think they're in the, he, the, he's in his life. I'm assuming. <laughs> I, I'm just assuming like, most I haven't of seen him in anything else. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but like, uh, again, like it, there's the actors are not the people <laughs> who, they're, who they're portraying. Mm-hmm. But I still think it's strange to... And I don't think they've ever done it with... Or at least I haven't seen it with... Bryce with the actor of Bryce where they're like you know like him and the actor you know and the and the, and, uh, the actress that plays Jessica are like you know like posing for nice pictures on uh, on Instagram mm-hmm. like it's like it's too much I think it's it's like it's still hard to disconnect one from the other but not social media there you go social media so talk to me about Casey what do you want to say about Casey fuck Casey <laughs> no um <laughs> I was so angry. Casey Casey? is a new character. She's introduced. uh, And I think they established established that she uses uh, she, her pronouns and not they, them pronouns. But uh, that's why the whole time I was texting you about Casey, I was like, the dykey looking one. Also, she's being typecast because I've seen her play this role before. Yeah. 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 Um, Anyway. That that's a whole other that could be a whole other podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. um, queer comics podcast. Check it out on the Geek Therapy Network. Queer comics podcast. Maybe yeah yeah. I'll, I'll bring it up. I don't think. Well, maybe one of them listens or watches Thirteen Reasons Why. <laughs> um, but I did not like. I was like, why does the Daiki one have to be a man hater? Why? Why is she? Oh, she's so annoying. I hate her. I think she looks really cool, but I hate her. Um, and then throughout the show, she's a bitch. 
to Tyler. Like, yes. I know she doesn't know what's going on, but like just assuming things about people. And every time I saw her, I just wanted to like, not punch her in the face, but just like shake her. Like, stop it. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, men can be um, survivors of abuse, too. And uh, she, like, was a, she was a bitch to Jessica, too. Like, Jessica's living her truth and living. She's finally comfortable in her body. She's with her boyfriend, who she loves, even though Justin and they are, they are working through their issues with, with Justin having let Bryce rape her and like that's all other episode that's a whole other episode too <laughs> but like then Casey comes after her and it's like Jessica is doing things her own way and like she has this narrow focus of like what a survivor should be and how survivors should act and how like how people who go through trauma should go through trauma and then the truth is no two people react the same way but like Casey, Casey's a real person. I know Casey. I know mm-hmm. many Casey's. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but I just did not, I didn't like the stereotype that the, the one that is looks queer hates men. Uh, I, yeah. I hated it. I hated that. Um, yeah. But then at the end, I get a little redemption for Casey. Like after the scene where everybody's standing up and like says their name and I'm a survivor and she sees that. Tyler and Justin stand up and especially with Tyler, I wanted them like, this is what I was mad about. I wanted a moment where she looked at Tyler and there was this realization and her face like changes. And it's like, Oh fuck. I fucked up. Oh, but I, I, I thought that there was, she didn't know. No. Later she comes up next to him and is like, I'm sorry. I'm going to disagree. No, because there when was he, not. Cause when he stands up, the it camera was not goes enough. to her. If I didn't pick up on it, because I was watching for it, if I didn't pick up on it, it was not enough. <laughs> okay, it was. It wasn't enough for you. It was enough for me. I thought because I, I wanted that too, and I thought we had it. I thought we got it. It was subtle, but it was like, oh shit! And then, yeah. and immediately after that, they get together. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And she's like, like, "Can I give you a hug?" Like you know, she's, like, apologize. yeah. But if I were if I were Tyler, and this is because I'm not Tyler, I would have been like, hell no, you can't give me a hug. You said some really mean things to me that made me cry. Tyler's <laughs> above that. Tyler Tyler is a better person than I am. <laughs> and his arc is amazing. And the like, I loved the idea of the, the photo project that he was doing. Yeah. Taking a photo of himself every day. And you can see the moment when he starts like smiling again. And yeah. each time his shoulders kind of come up and he's not hunched over anymore. Yep. That was beautiful. And, and also at the end. <laughs> yeah. And also at the end, like the installation, yeah. which is him. Like it's pictures of people who helped him. Helped him. Yeah. And, yeah. and Casey's up there too. She is. <laughs> <sighs> she is. She is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Was Tyler at was Tyler there at the end when they heard to when they heard Bryce's tape? I think so. Cause I'm yeah. trying to remember if he is like inner circle, you know? Oh, he is now. 
He is now. I think because he was part of the plan to frame Monty. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Which is another kind of like Monty was definitely not in the same place as Bryce was as far as trying to change. But he was there. Like he was like he was at the beginning, I think, because they're on the on the beyond the reasons they were talking about um uh Monty meeting Winston and finally he finally has this realization he's like I'm not gay and he Winston's like fine be whatever you want to be and like he seemed happy and I think given more and he has that moment with his dad where his dad's like are you a faggot and he's like sure yeah and he was finally able to say that and I think that's yeah. another tragedy like his life was cut short. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I guess I mean you can compare those to look at look at Tyler mm-hmm. and look at how everyone helped him and how mm-hmm. like he had so much support and so much uh I knew he was able to change and get better. And very different and Ty- people. Yeah, but- and Tyler did some questionable things but n- very different from the questionable things that Monty did and the attitude that Monty had. Yeah. But like Monty had, I don't know if Monty had friends, you know, because he was such a dick. Well, I I don't know that Bryce did either. Yeah. And I think Monty and Bryce were like each other's people. And I'm sure that Monty had feelings for Bryce. Hmm. Pretty sure. I got so? that vibe. I got that vibe. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. Never considered that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. A lot happened in the show. There's like a we lot. Talked about like half the stuff that happened. I know, and we're already at like how and how many times have we talked about this show before? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I mean, again, there's like take Tony's example for. for like, yeah, we haven't even talked about Tony. <laughs> the, so. So the way what happened was, and obviously it was like related to Bryce and the whole case and Bryce's father is such an asshole that he called immigration on, on Tony's family mm-hmm. and then they were deported and then they didn't, I don't remember them saying explicitly, but I'm, I'm assuming that uh, him and his little sister were born in the U.S. Yeah. I, that, I think that's yeah. why they stayed yeah um but like but the girl wasn't at home because they probably would have i don't know they weren't gonna just like leave the girl there the girl was with a neighbor and yeah and he was somewhere else and tony sent her to live with their uncle yeah 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 but but i mean she wasn't there when the raid happened when they came to the house yeah yeah he he, she was playing with at at the neighbor's house so so like that's why like they, them two are spared. But that moment when he's like, "Remember our story, remember our family," and like he he sees the reflection and the family appears behind them. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you know, and the desperation and and getting all that money to be able to pay for, for the lawyer and just oh all that stuff is, man. And I don't know, like I've seen some deportation stories, right? But it's like oh, mm-hmm. it's like three seasons in, it's this character that you really care about. And and he's finally getting to bring his like boyfriend home to the family, and yeah. they're not there. Yeah, 
And it's just like one more thing that they touched on. That's a real thing that happens every day uh, here in the United States. Mm -hmm. And no, it was it was a it was a realistic portrayal. You know, Mm -hmm. there are a lot of things, again, that are exaggerated. And I don't know, but it just it just if we're looking at it just in in sense of uh, conversation starters, there's so many important topics that are touched like, Absolutely. The one that I got angriest about, like we, Chloe is only in a couple of episodes, right? I texted you and I was like, fuck, I am angry. Like, uh, the, with the abortion clinic and, yeah. and I know the kind of shit that goes on mm-hmm. and at abortion clinics and, and it's, it's messed up. And you brought up the VR experience that that you know that you yeah I don't I done. don't remember the name of it but if anybody wants to know I can I can look it up uh, and but, I'll let you know but but I just like they they there's the protesters and the the people you spitting things out at Chloe that mm-hmm. uh, and women going in and there's I mean I know clinics have to have escorts to protect these people yeah and it this made me like I had a a physical reaction. I wanted to like throw something when you find out that this escort coming to, to help her and take her to the clinic was actually one of the, the like protesters. Yeah. I just, I, I I was so mad, so mad. Yeah. Don't watch that VR experience. Cause it has like, it's a real, they're actually with someone in the car as they're driving up. And mm-hmm. there's just rows of protesters mm-hmm. yelling and screaming. And See, but that like, to me that's different. Like the the protesters being there, yes, that's hard, and yes, it's like it's fucked up. But it's even more fucked up for someone that you're you to pose as someone from the other side that's so trying the, to so, help you. So the same thing happens in, in there. It's in a the real it's, oh, a, it's a, that's no. a real tactic. I will I will punch the person in the face. <laughs> because everybody's protesting and then someone comes up to the window mm-hmm. and starts like offering help. Mm-hmm. And then you notice like, oh wait a minute. They're offering something else. They're not offering oh, no. like, to actually no. help. Yeah, apparently that's yeah. like a that's like a a, a common tactic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they wouldn't speak to you. You wouldn't speak to them otherwise. I feel like uh, abortion clinics need like a a word of the day or a color of the day. And you call them before you go to your your appointment. And you only talk to people that know the word. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure sure that there's a lot of stuff like that that goes on because because of, of shit like this. But again, like seeing something like that. Yeah. Having her, you know, go through the decision, having to go through it, you know, the whole mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And that and that's just another one of the like many things yeah. that they touched on that had an impact. Like that was only one episode and Chloe's only in a she's like a side storyline, but like that had a huge impact on me and it was like one scene in like episode three. Yeah. But I mean and again, the whole show it has like one main story, you know, always like every season has had one big thing that's going on. But like even in Hannah's case, it's like, oh, is it really, it's is, not. Is it the suicide? Is it the rape? Is it like all the other pieces exactly. that go it's, into it's it? It's all the little things, right? Like in the first episode, it's 
like uh, it's extreme bullying, right? Where someone takes like a panty shot of her and sends it mm-hmm. out throughout and the whole like school. And then like sexting or like exactly. cyberbullying, yeah, all of that. Yeah. And and then it slowly but surely like it escalates, right? It's 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 all kinds of drama that that can happen in school and is happening in school. Oh, um, definitely. One yeah. of the the um the mental health professional uh, who's a clinical psychologist that was on the Beyond the Reasons. One of the things that I wrote down that she said was there's not a single topic or bad behavior or whatever it is that these kids are going through on the show that I have not treated in my office. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all yeah. of like, it's yeah, some of it's exaggerations, but like these are things that kids are going through now. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like I've I've been a teacher at different schools. I've had, you know, many many clients, and like I've met each one of these kids, and I've I've seen those situations. It's like it is, again, yes, there is there, are, there are murder mysteries, there are all sorts of things going on, um, but I don't know. I think I think it's a special yeah. show. And like taking taking the geek therapy hat off. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I enjoy the show a lot. Like I, I like, do too. <laughs> I really care about the characters. I, I really like the story. I like the way things are told. The fact that Ani is annoying to me is, is good, right? It's like, oh, mm-hmm. like, like she annoys me. I really dislike Monty. Like, I, I don't know what to think about Bryce. Like all these things, like the show is making me feel something constantly. I hate Casey. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, 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 I really enjoy the show. And then, you know, when I put the Geek Therapy hat back on, it's like, this, sh- this show this show matters. This show is really important. Oh, definitely. Uh, I have a full caseload right now uh, at my new job as an outpatient therapist. And, like, a lot of people are talking about the show. Uh, and so, good or bad, whatever you think about this show, it's getting people to talk about things that they might not normally talk about. And one of the things they left, one of the takeaways on the Beyond the Reasons was if you start talking about it, it can get better. Yeah. 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 Except suicide. So that's why, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, it, it's it's so interesting, right? That that's their premise of, of doing the whole show. But mm-hmm. it kind of backfired uh, with many people for them in, in the first season. But then, but the, the they continued with the same model for season two and season three. And so they're able to touch all of these different topics. And again, mm-hmm. like, and all these things are happening to people that we care about. Right. And, and so it's, I don't know. It's, it's good. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to season four. Yeah. Which I think they said is the final season. Yep. Yep. Yeah. What are the, what's going to happen? They found those guns. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm shocked that they've been able to keep the 13, episode uh like model through three three seasons i'm Mm -hmm. i'm very surprised i mean obviously they could just have 13 episodes but this like set up like in the second season it was instead of tapes it was there's a different well pictures and also each episode focused on a different person testifying in bryce's court case right and this one is there's a different suspect and a different piece of evidence. Right. Oh, the only character that I don't think, well, that I know wasn't back was 
the the girl who worked at the coffee shop that Clay um, went to at the end of season one. Well, then, she moved away. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, she went right. to she went to the um she, the inpatient facility and then moved away after. Right. Oh, and actually, this is a good point. So, uh, the show doesn't explicitly mention. Well, I think, I think it, it it touches the topic of trauma a lot, but a it also lot. touched on uh, different aspects of mental health. And I wish it would have named some things more. Right, mm-hmm. like, uh, like um, Clay's mental health issues are always kind of vague. Yeah, they say he's on medication, but they never really talk about what for. Like, I think there is, there's an anxiety thing. Well, and they, they suggest yeah. like in season two, he saw Hannah, and for moments here, he saw Bryce, and mm-hmm. they they kind of play with the idea that maybe that's that's. Uh, a mental disorder that he has, mm-hmm. but they don't they don't commit to that. So yeah, which again, that might be nice to get an answer to in the next season. Yeah, which I'm I'm of I'm of two minds about. Like on the one hand, I like that it's more general. Yeah, because it's like oh, like I I I, I can I can relate to these different characters, and it's, since it's not giving anything a label per se it can make it slightly more relatable for people who don't have a diagnosis. Yeah. That are able to just relate to the experience. Yeah. Yeah. And just like, if the theme of the show is to help each other and, and, and support each other and find help when you need it, then we're seeing a lot of symptoms. We're seeing signs. We're seeing things to, to maybe keep in mind, but it doesn't go all the way to, to doing that. Like it, like it did more in season two. Mm hmm. But definitely didn't do it um, now. Hmm. Yeah. But again, season four, I guess at the end they hinted what that. Uh, so they found the guns. Mm-hmm. The oh, what was the guy that um, uh, Monty was with? Winston, you said his name. Winston. Was? Yeah. yeah. Winston uh, knows what's up, so he's going to be a problem. Oh yeah, even though Monty's dead. Yeah. But and... he may because Monty's dead. He may try and. Vindicate. Yeah. Obviously, Alex's dad knows <laughs> uh, that it was that it was Alex. That it yeah. was Alex, and he covered it up. That's so interesting. Like their plan was perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Except that Alex's dad knew too much. So the only reason why everything worked was because Alex's dad was willing to protect Alex. Well, and Alex's dad really wanted to not protect Alex, and then Ani convinced him, like, no, just let let Monty take the fall. Monty did it. Huh? Wait, wait, wait. Go, go, go back. Explain in that, this to in me. that interrog in that interrogation at the end, um, where you find out who um, Ani's actually been talking to the whole time, because it could have been any of the police officers. Um, and this, they're sitting down, and she's like, "No, Monty did it," and he's like. Uh, what, what did he say? He said something out, but but so he he was explaining like without saying it was Alex. He was explaining how he knows it was Alex. Well, he said the the tire tracks of my wife's car. Oh yeah, my why my wife's car. Like he didn't say Alex did it, but like he and had the evidence. A few episodes before, they also showed that someone was limping on their left leg. Yes, and it was not the yeah. And he asked about that, and yeah. then he went and looking for the steroids and stuff in 
or he went snooping in Alex's room. Yeah. But he he definitely was trying to like he was I I have a feeling he's a cop. He was going to say something, but Ani's like just let it be. Monty did it. Like mm, I don't agree. I think I think that he was um catching on early on. Mm-hmm. He had all the pieces and he was struggling. Mm-hmm. And he was looking for a like a way out, and Annie gave him the way out. I don't think that he was. I think see because I think Annie was giving him the story, and he's like, "But it was my wife's car," and she's like, "No, Monty did it." No, I think yeah, no, I think I I don't think he was he he was going to do that. And even at the end, it's like I'm pretty sure that he was he had like found things and saved. Uh, Alex's clothes, you know, and, yeah. like, did not uh, yeah. turn them into evidence. You know, like he burnt everything. Like it's not. I mean, I'm sure. But I'm rather sure than happens, he, but... but he burnt it afterward, after he made the decision to let Monty. Get yeah, but I'm, I'm assuming that he was collecting stuff throughout to try to. to he, I think he was covering up for his son. Yeah. Because no one else knew. No one else yeah. had pieced it together, and he did, mm-hmm. and he didn't say anything. Like again, like except he did say something to the evidence, the the crime scene person about the limp on the other foot. But again, he was he he said, "Could that be like this?" And the guy was like, "Oh no, you know, like it could, it couldn't be." But nobody pieced that together. Nobody thought, "Oh right, your son has a limp, right?" Is that what you're trying to say? He could have. And they didn't. And they didn't piece it all together because. Bryce's mom was so focused on Clay and had them looking at Clay so hard that there was no other option. Yeah. Well, again, I, I don't. I don't see it that way. We can, we we disagree. We here, can, yeah. But, yeah. But uh, it's the only reason it worked is because he he played along. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And then what's going to happen if it comes out that it was Alex? He's going to lose his job. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. The, and more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot more. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to season four. Um, again, I think there's there's lots of stuff that we didn't dive into more. Um, yeah, we could we could we could have kept talking about this for another like two hours. Yeah, let's not do that. The, for me, the biggest takeaway is again the message that we can we can help each other, we can support each other, we can we can be good to each other, and or that we can be better to each other mm-hmm. and that's demonstrated over and over again in different ways and just the way that clay led the other kids to help tyler like literally he was they used to walk him from class to class right like he was like tyler was yeah, never and alone. babysit him after school and take him to different things and take him home yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like they like that is that is extreme and mm-hmm. like I I've done in-home counseling and after school programs and all these things like into my role as a clinician. And I've never uh, been part of a team that took care of someone that much. Yeah. It was, it was again, like it, it touched me in, in a way it was like the best possible people. And now, okay. I think this is worth mentioning though too, which is, Part of the reason why it affected me so much to to see that and it's like it gives me hope, you know, that someone would even write this, <laughs> right? That kids would help each other out in this way. But unfortunately, the reason why they did that is because they didn't trust the adults. Mm-hmm. It's like the principal, uh, uh, 
The principal sucks. The principal's being a principal. Their so. new school counselor is pretty cool. But Dr. The, but, Singh. But Porter uh, tainted that well, so they weren't going to trust her. Mm-hmm. And well, who, who do you trust? We can only trust each other. So, we didn't even see any of the teachers in this one. Okay, so they do. Tr- they kind of trusted uh, Clay's parents, like kind of. They lied to Clay's parents left and right, like even yeah. But but they but they were the ones that knew more than any of the other parents. Nah, they don't trust. But them. only after only them. after they pushed and pushed and pushed. Yeah, when and they pushed. found out, they admitted things. But ultimately, exactly. they, they constantly lied to all their parents and to everybody. Like, they couldn't trust any of them. Absolutely. Which is which is unfortunate, but I I love the idea that these kids stepped up. Like I can't. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even imagine that something like that would be possible, mm-hmm. like like in the real world. You know, like I can't imagine groups of kids helping each other out that way. It's mm-hmm. it's it's incredible. Definitely. That's it. Those are my last thoughts. Anything else before we wrap up? I think I think we covered everything I wanted to talk about. And even if not, if I said anything, it would open a whole nother like half hour can of worms. So. <laughs> <laughs> But people can can comment on the forums, talk about it on the Discord. I know there are some people that were looking forward to us having this conversation. Yep. We'd love to hear what you think. Yep. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell us why he's wrong. Yes. Tell us we're right. Tell us we're both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. If you're listening to this and you want to join the conversation, you can just email us if you want uh, directly at helloatgeektherapy.com or go to our Discord, go to the Facebook group shout out on social media anything you want to say agree disagree let us know it's important to to have conversations about this let us know if there's anything big that you think we missed all right so uh for links to all of our stuff check out geektherapy.com and remember to geek out and do good and we'll be back soon oh yeah this episode is brought to you in part by our patreon supporters We'd like to say a very special thank you to our Patreon producers this month, Ben, Booney, Jamila, John, Kat, Lydia, Mark, and to our anonymous producers, thank you too. To learn more about how to support Geek Therapy and gain access to exclusive content, visit patreon.com slash geektherapy.